0: Hey Seacasters, I'm your host Chrissy Swadling and welcome to Yo Balance Co. We'll be talking about everything to do with health, fitness, well-being and the power of your thoughts and the mind. So listen up, tune in and let's go together. On today's episode, I speak with Sydney producer and wellness enthusiast Dara Hayes, also known as DJ Tiger Lily. Her fun and quirky personality was so fun to interview. We speak about what it is like working in a male-dominant industry and how she can have a wild weekend and drink with her friends, but also hustles throughout the week and still prioritizes her health and well-being. Hello, Dara. Hi, how are you, gorgeous? Good, good. I'm so excited to have you on board. I'm a low-key fangirling. Oh, what?
1: Yes. Woo-hoo. I'm low-key fangirling too, so I'm so excited to be Love here.
0: Love this. So <laughs> do your friends, like, do they call you, like, Dara or DJ Tiger Like, DJ Tiger can you unpass um, the remote? But
1: like, <laughs> they, they definitely call me DJ Tiger Lily. they feel more professional, I don't know. No, nah, they don't. They all call me Dara, but my agents do call me random nicknames, like DJ tea lils, tiggy love time, tea lils, you know, all these different random versions Rad. of tiger lily, yeah. um, just depending on what their mood is. That's so cool. yeah. And my boyfriend's kind of appropriated a few of those as well. Well, what would you prefer? Can I call you Dara? Just keep it easy. Keep it Daza. Daza. Oh, so much better. <laughs> Daza. I love that. I feel like that nickname suits me kind mm-hmm. of in a weird way. Has and morning been Daza. It's been great. It's been chilled.
0: That's good. That's good. Well, let's jump straight into it. So first off, I wanted to get, a, I want to learn a little bit more about you. So could you please tell us a little bit about you and your career and how DJing all started?
1: Mm, yeah. So I started DJing, oh my gosh, it's almost been 10 years ago now, oh. through a competition oh. I know. I was like, <laughs> how old was I, 10? <laughs> yeah, literally. <Not> 13. <laughs> how old was I? Mm, don't want to know. Um, so 10 years ago, and I started through a competition called Your Shot um which pretty much is a competition which gives young people the opportunity to learn how to mix and DJ and perform um so I did that 10 years ago and ended up coming second out of like 100 contestants so you have like a six-week intense training DJ school and then at the end of that you go on and do like a DJ off like a competition I suppose yeah and I ended up coming second in that which was awesome and then my prize for coming second in that was um, a residency at Soho in oh, Kings Cross. Stop. I know. How old were you? I was 19. Oh, stop it. Yeah. So you're still so fresh. Like, yeah. this would have been amazing. Yeah. yeah, just out of high school, yeah. like ready to rock. I didn't even, I, I got asked the other day, oh, had you planned your career at that point? And I was like, what? I was just doing it for free drink cards yeah. and fun. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> free invites. Yeah. That's 100%. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, you know, loved the party scene, loved dancing, loved music, loved DJing. So yeah, yeah, it was really, really great. Do you find yourself you're a bit of like a party head at that point? Um, when I started Yes, yeah. but in a very different way to then what it grew into. I yeah. think when you're, you know, 18, you're sort of young, bright eyed, bushy tailed. Yeah. 100%. I think then after DJing for a couple of years and, you know, you've got backstage access and like parties on Monday to Sunday, like it becomes a definitely a different type of partying. Yeah. And then after I kind of went through a bit more of a crazy party stage, then I've definitely pulled back totally now. Yeah. And like I'm not as much I'm not a party animal
0: now <laughs> well like if you do have like you said do it have to do it from Monday to Friday you have to make it a way where it's sustainable do you know what I mean not where mm. you're just getting wrecked
1: yeah like two nights a week because and Absolutely. then you won't be able to last seriously yeah I don't know yeah. a lot of DJs I do know still do that like they still go on party yeah. Thursday Friday Saturday yeah oh my god I don't know how they'd feel come no. Monday or Tuesday like it's no. just not good
0: I went out on the weekend on, on Saturday and I've been wrecked ever since where did you go on the Central Coast, actually, my hometown. Oh and my gosh. I was just with my friends. We booked an Airbnb. It was such a vibe. It was my mum's birthday. Oh yep, God love her. We took her out for dinner and she had like the best night. And then my friends, like we all just carried on. And I like I'm only like 24 and I can't, I can't do it. Like I was honestly the biggest complainer the next day. Everyone hated
1: me. Really? I was just <laughs> whinging. on am <I'm like, laughs> I hate them so hungover. <laughs> it's this the sucks. Worst. I've, I'm never drinking again. Seriously, until Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I've perfected quite an art um, over the last couple of years where I'm generally really good. And I just think it's about when you're drinking, you just stay hydrated, so you can still drink like quite a lot throughout the duration of the night. Yeah. As long as you're drinking water regularly, mm. I feel like you're not, you might be tired the next day or feel a little bit dusty, but you feel s- like not hungover, which is awesome.
0: Yeah. Like um, I had a friend and they were just telling me to like every, between every drink, just have a glass of water.
1: And it doesn't you even need to be a big one, just like a small si- one. Mm. Yeah, totally. Mm. And I did that last year really consciously for the first time at a Christmas party. It was my mm. gym's Christmas party. And I had an event the next day um, on Deck, and I did not want to be hungover at all. I wanted to be fresh, feeling good. And so I just had like a small cup of water in between each champagne and I was tired on Sunday, but like I felt fine. didn't feel hungover. So it works. Yeah.
0: So (laughs) by the looks of like social media and your website and everything, you actually do take care of your health and you're into wellness and everything. So how do you kind of balance that out with like your party lifestyle?
1: Mm. Your balance. Your balance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is... It can be difficult, mm. but I really want to show people that like you can do both. Like you can 100%. go out and have fun and you can go and drink a bottle of wine at the Italian restaurant with your friends and then you can also like, you know, have a green smoothie and do a workout on like, you know, weekdays. I think it's about finding what works for you and just emulating that, making it fun yeah. and easy and accessible. Mm. So for me, I see like my Monday to Friday as my really health-focused days. Yeah. I get up, I meditate, I work out, I walk my dog, you know, all that kind of stuff have relatively healthy food. Like I'm not saying that I'm a super healthy eater, but like, you know, I'll have a green smoothie for breakfast. Have and things that make you feel good. Yeah. Something nice for lunch and then I'll, you know, might have a, a creamy pasta for dinner or whatever. Yeah, Not the healthiest option, but still good. Um, and then the weekends I can just relax because I've had five days of like feeling really good, exercising, sleeping well, and then it allows me to go out and have fun and be social and not really worry about or, you know, how much sleep I'm getting or what time I'm going to bed or if I've, you know, had a few too many glasses of wine or Mm. whatever it might be. Mm. So I think it's important to have that balance and to be mentally relaxed about it as well.
0: I'm actually so glad that we are talking about this Yeah, because it's something that I definitely do um, struggle with, like with exposing my lifestyle on social media because sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, like I don't want to post that I'm drinking again tonight. Like I'm afraid of what others will think. But I honestly get so many comments and messages of people being like, I love that you can – enjoy your life, have fun with your friends, and then hustle Monday, Friday. Absolutely. Because like, yeah. it, it is – people think that in order to live a healthy lifestyle, you have to have this strict, strict and structured life 24-7 and – that's not my idea of fun or happy at nah, all.
1: Not at all. And I think the more you do share that, which I would totally encourage you to do, it makes you so much more relatable because mm. I can sit there watching your stories, be like, Hell yeah, she's out drinking with her friends tonight. So am I. Awesome. But yep. I know we're both going to like, you know, be hustling and working and working out and yep. being healthy Monday to Friday, which I think is such an important message, especially for young girls to just, you know, make sure they know that you don't have to be like this, perfect, healthy influencer all the time. Exactly.
0: And something that I find um, what a lot of my friends do when they are trying to become more healthy and eat a cleaner diet is they have this all or nothing approach and they will limit alcohol altogether for Mm -hmm. like, they'll go on this like two month detox or something. And as soon as they're exposed to alcohol, they completely overdo it. Mm -hmm. And for me, I... Like alcohol isn't really a thing that I restrict myself from. So when it comes to Friday or Saturday, I had a wine on Tuesday. So I don't feel the need to overdo it that night. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll be set on like three glasses and that is something that is so important. It's about really making something that is sustainable, creating a lifestyle, like making the action to create a lifestyle now that you're going to enjoy and want to do forever, rather having that, like I said before, that all or nothing approach.
1: I've been training one of my girlfriends at the moment. Um, Not that I'm a personal trainer. (laughs) I've just been training with her. Yeah. Um, um, and helping her Inquire kind of within. stay motivated. <laughs> just just hey, maybe Did it's my new profession. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've just been saying to her like, you know, whatever you do, just make sure you keep it fun. Make sure it's sustainable because when I'm not here, like I still want you to be training in whatever form that looks like for you. Exactly, you have to yeah. find what works for you. Yeah. It goes for everything, whether it's your eating or drinking or exercising, you've got to make it achievable and sustainable like you know doing these crazy like yeah two-month detoxes or whatever I did like a one-month shred in September
0: how did that go
1: well the first two weeks was amazing like I didn't drink the whole month and I like ate I ate really well the first two weeks and I like you know did like a small bit of cardio and a small weight session a day and I was getting super shredded and then the last two weeks I was like Suck this! Yeah, give me chips. Way too give long. Give me this. Yeah, one you month just start is to too crave long. All oh my this god! Other stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like when you have it, you just stop craving it. Exactly. So if you restrict your body from all these things, mm-hmm. like
0: if you tell a kid you can't have the red lolly and you give them a pack of lollies and it's like all these colours, they're going to go for the red lolly. Oh,
1: 100%. It's like yeah. in your mind. Yeah.
0: You can't tell it not to have something because that's all it's going to be thinking about. And yeah. It's the same with lifestyle, it's the same with food and everything. Don't get me wrong, detoxes can be good if you've you've gone on holiday or something. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm talking about like a week detox where you just yeah. stop having alcohol. It doesn't need to be something where it's extremely strict and structured.
1: Well, I think the thing is if you make these healthy choices in a balance like for your week so – Mm. Like, you know, I try and not drink Monday to Friday in saying that I did have a glass of wine with Scott's parents last night. Um, but and then I can drink on the weekend. Yep. And that's like yep. a super nice balance, you know, having five days off and then two days where you drink. Perfect. Exactly, exactly. Like if you can like I think the less that I see it life in general about like blocks of intense detoxing or working and just see it as like a nice thing that you do like a lifestyle it becomes so much easier
0: yeah balance it out that is something that's going to work for you and your lifestyle and that is going to make you feel good at the end of the day because that's what it's all about Mm. what it's going to make you feel good like for me if I was to limit alcohol altogether like my red one I am obsessed with like I have like a glass every night if I was to limit that that wouldn't make me happy.
1: Yeah, totally. So, yeah, it's yeah.
0: some idea, some people's idea of health, but it's like health to me is happiness. So that Oh, just, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And that plays into the whole DJ thing and the party thing and the clubbing thing, even though we can't club at the moment and party that like the way that we used to. It's like you should still be able to go out and have a good time with your friends and then be a healthy person. Exactly. You and can I do that. And I hate when you see like health and fitness influencers answering questions on Instagram being like, do you party, do you drink? And they're like – Oh, yeah, I do once every six months. I'm like, that <laughs> on is my not birthday. sustainable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> once a year on my birthday.
0: You do see it a lot and... Like take it with a grain of salt because yeah. that is not realistic. If you do see that on social media, because I see it as well, there's so many health influences out there. And because I guess I am a part of that category where I do post workouts, I do post recipes. So I see myself a health influencer, but it can be hard because I tend to compare myself to ones who are killing it. You know, they don't drink. Like, like you said, they say mm-hmm. that they drink like once a year. And I tend to put myself down in that way because I had this idea of what a health influencer should be. But then I not only do I enjoy my lifestyle more when I am more me, but I find that others can relate more and they like it's ever since it exposing it a little bit more and actually like posting it on mm. my stories and everything. I get so many people who have actually thanked me and they're like, this actually doesn't make me feel as guilty for going out on a Saturday night with my friends and having Mexican as you can and a few cocktails.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you should. Mm. They, and no one should feel guilty. It was actually interesting. Um, so last week, I'm vegan and I talk about it quite a bit. I love that. Yeah. yeah and <laughs> I, I do talk about it a lot on my like social media account and I have a second account dedicated for it. Yeah. Anyway, this dickhead guy kept like DMing me being being like, you shouldn't post this, you shouldn't post that, you know, your boyfriend's not vegan, you shouldn't post what he's Mm. eating, you shouldn't post what your friends are eating. And I just ended up doing like a big story rant on my vegan account yesterday being like, The way I see it is I'm trying to be super relatable to show that people can be vegan and can have friends and relationships with people that are, you know, not vegan. And that's totally okay. Like we don't live in a vegan world. Mm -hmm. And so by being relatable and accessible to people, you're going to spread so much more positivity and awareness as opposed to trying to be like this absolutely like straight edge, vanilla, perfect Vegan that's like
0: isolating themselves and hugging trees and only hanging with other vegans and the whole family's vegan and they just – Oh, my God. If I dated vegan.
1: a vegan, I'd probably like – You wouldn't
0: trade as much. No, because I feel like
1: it's – <laughs> it like Scott makes me – like keeps me on my yeah. feet, you know, makes me think about things, like challenges me, Yeah, definitely tests my patience. Yeah. But, like, you know, I think it's not a bad thing to have people that are challenging you in your life. Exactly. For sure.
0: And I really love that you did say that because you are. You're more relatable. And then when, people, when there's those who do want to start a plant-based diet – they don't have all these restrictions in their head that could be like, oh, my God, but my best friend isn't vegan or mm-hmm. my family's not vegan mm-hmm. and that's not going to limit them. And when they have someone like you who is more relatable, they mm. see that as some form of inspiration knowing that they can start. So that is really good that you brought that up.
1: Yeah, I think I've got so many people DMing me saying, oh, my God, thanks for sharing this. I'm 80% vegan or 90% vegan or I'm, you know, vegan during the week and then eat whatever on the weekends. But I've always made to, I've always thought I was ashamed of that because I wasn't like the perfect – Vegan. vegan and yeah. i'm like oh my god you're making the most amazing effort anyway exactly. like that's awesome you should be really proud of that exactly there's no there's no need to level yourself as anything it's just doing the best that you can with what you've got right now really.
0: amen Woo! Preacher, <laughs> sister. so another question is where did the name dj tiger lily originate from yeah.
1: i love so, it so when i was like young actually i posted a video on my instagram the other day of me forcing my friends to be in a band with me when we were, like, 13. Oh, my
0: God, bless. So, music has always been your thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've always yeah. done music since I was, like, three or four. Oh, okay. Yep, um, you're so one of them. They're talented kids <laughs> at school. Yeah, you're one of them. All the dancer friends. <laughs> <laughs> I never was that. I was that awkward kid. I was kid, never huh? a dancer friend. I was a, a music nerd. I don't yep. think I was, like, cool by any means. You can watch the video on my Instagram. I am not cool. Stop <laughs> it. I love you. Anyway, so I used to always think, you know, it'd be really fun to be a pop star or a performer yeah. or something like that, and I thought at a good name would be Tiger Lily. Anyway, then when it came to me choosing a DJ name, I lined up a gig at the you Pav and I'd like barely been able to DJ. This was before your shot actually. So I'd like had some decks in my bedroom and was like, heck yes, I'm just going to go get a gig. Like most DJs stay in their bedroom for two years. I was like, oh, I've been doing this for two months. I'll be right. Let's go do it. So I had to think of a name for them to put on the poster and it was between Tiger Lily or Bambi? I don't know why I liked Bambi, and they're both like Disney references. And I wasn't even a Disney kid, so it's super weird. And but they're I was, kind of like cute and quirky. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I, like, I understand where you're getting them from. Yeah, yeah. And so my mum actually was like, "It has to be Tiger Lily. Yeah, Bambi is not you. Tiger Lily's great." And I was like, "Okay, thanks, thanks, mum." <laughs> Thanks, Ma, I'll go with that. Might <laughs> might change it later on, dunno. <laughs> might change it later, but cute. you know what? It's like stayed and it's been so good because I think it's It's you now fun and feminine, yeah. but also strong and empowering yeah. and um yeah. It's really I'm I'm super happy with it and I'm glad that I didn't just use my name Dara or I didn't use you know, a lot of girl DJs in the past have been like miss beats or miss drop or miss bass or something like that and i'm like ah, yeah. uh, that's not really it's me. more rela- like you were saying before it's more relatable to a feeling like you said tigerly is
0: like empowering and everything mm-hmm. so it's really good that you have kind of related a name to that because i honestly dj tigerly like i feel that
1: what would you be if you were a dj <sighs> far
0: out DJC. Yeah. It's it's already DJC. DJC. (laughs) That actually really worked. Mm -hmm.
1: Hey, I like that. Yeah. Keep it simple. New career. When the clubs open back up. (laughs) DJC.
0: Honestly, like I love music, but them, that deck looks so confusing, honey. I don't understand. I think when I was like drunk one event, I did jump like behind the decks with someone, behind the
1: decks, behind the (laughs) decks with someone. And I just looked at it and I was like. What? There's um, so many buttons. There's so many buttons. So I do this thing called um, teaching my friends how to DJ. It's like a little like Instagram series we do, but because of coronavirus, I haven't done it for a while. So now that everything's opening back up again, you can be one of the guests on it. And what we do is like we get in the studio and I just give you a five minute crash course on how to DJ. And then you, I just walk away from the decks and Love you just that. have to do yeah. it. So Do that to me one time. Yeah. yeah. Sounds great. Done. <laughs> so
0: when you were younger, you said you're always into music. Who influenced you the most?
1: Yeah, like musically, I had so many different influences. My parents used to listen to like a lot of ABBA, and Michael Jackson, Bee Gees. Yeah, nice. Um, that kind of old school music. And But then through like playing music myself, I would play like a lot of jazz and classical. So what I was playing like in high school was not dance music by any means. Um, the bands that we used to... <laughs> do in school we would play like a lot of missy higgins and you know love that delta goodrum and All things time. like that <laughs> but then like moving on like for my like pre-dj years um i, th- I remember watching dead mouse play for the first time at a festival Creamfields, when it yeah. was back here in australia and that was a massively pivotal moment for me because i was just like shit this is insane um and he's one of yeah my favorite producers and I just kind of that moment for me was like okay cool I need to do something in this industry I don't know how I don't know how but I'll try I'll <sighs> but I'm just gonna make it happen
0: <laughs> who, who who inspires you now like do you have someone who you listen to regularly or you follow on Instagram or anything
1: from a DJ perspective, not yeah. really actually. Um, I was answering some questions the other day about like five of my favorite songs and yeah. they're so random. Like one of them is Strobe by Dead Mouse, another one is Yellow Card, Ocean Avenue. Um, love Dua Lipa's new album. Levitating on that is just so epic. Um, the New Zealand band, 660, they're like a kind of vocal soul band, which I just love so much. So I listen to like a massive diversity yeah. of music and. I think that that's an important thing because, you know, if you're just listening to house or like Brazilian bass or like techno or whatever it might be all the time, it can be super um, like not narrowing narrowing, but like it is, yeah, just narrow yeah um, and you don't get like a whole big picture of what you're listening to. So, yeah, when people look at my Spotify, it's super random and they're like, I did not expect this which, you know, I'm happy with. Well, you seem super original,
0: like you're a girl DJ. Like in my eyes, that is something <laughs> that is its own thing. So I do love that.
1: Thanks. <laughs> um, so
0: what single night out has been the most memorable for you as a DJ? Oh, my God, there have been so many crazy
1: night outs. Do you mean like from a party perspective or a performance perspective? Mm, give me both. Like I want to I hear one okay, where yeah, you're so, out partying and yeah. then a DJ one. Go. <laughs> okay, so the party perspective one was – this was like right before um, my boyfriend and I got together and we we're like dating at the moment. But so we, we'd gone on a couple of dates and then... Um, so you were tuning more like. Yeah, tuning. Oh my God, I haven't used that stop, word Stop, I long. know, stop and I used it the other day and I go, what? I remember that. Got to that. use that. <laughs> so glad I used it on my podcast. first? Yes. <laughs> tuning. Um, so we'd gone on like maybe three or four dates and then I had to yeah. go overseas for four months because I was just traveling heaps for work. So then he flew over to Europe and saw me and then flew over to America and saw me. And we met up in Vegas with a couple of our friends and holy moly, we went from pool club to the golf club, which is also like a club, to nightclub, to strip club, oh, to wow, stop hotel club. And it was like, it was in the same, the amount of money we spent, we woke up The next afternoon, and we were just like, "Oh my gosh!" Because stuff in Vegas is so expensive, and it was like, "I haven't been, so I can't relate." But I'm so jealous right now. Hearing this, get ready to put your credit card down. (laughs) You sound fun. I
0: want to come. It
1: was so much fun. We had the absolute. Best night. I have memories of like us at this strip club and like they give you like the guns and you put the cash in it and like, you know, the cash goes out the guns and we were just like dancing and obviously. I feel like these nights are
0: so important to have. Like you're never going to remember a night in. Do you know what I mean? Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah. It was so much fun and yeah, that was one of my most fun nights we've ever had. It was so, so good. But then in regards to DJing, there have been so many epic nights. I've DJed like a whole heap of awesome festivals like Tomorrowland and Electric yeah. Zoo and Ultra, um, played some really big concerts in Asia, like in big like As a DJ, arenas. you kind of have like an insight of like – everything and
0: everyone like everyone's like form and like what everyone's doing and oh you would see some pretty funny stuff hey
1: the funniest stuff that I see is not in like big festival stages but in like small club environments because you're a lot more intimate with the people tell me a story do you have one I've got some funny stories, some funny Central Coast stories. Stop it! Well, it's probably me. I was probably no, the story. No, like no, who knows? No, some no. white
0: wasted. You just so see funny. people
1: in like um another galaxy on the dance floor, just like r- ripping it up. Like I've yeah, I played a Halloween party on the sunny coast last year, and just like these people, like there were some props on stage that kind of looked like skeletons, and seeing the people just like obviously very off their faces, being like, stop it. What is that? That would be me, like, poking it, thinking it's my
0: friend. (laughs) Irma, come back. Irma, why aren't you moving? Why are you
1: looking so skinny? Oh, my God, are you okay? Should
0: we order pizza? (laughs) Stop it. You would see the funniest stuff.
1: Yeah, so it is pretty interesting.
0: I remember you performed. <laughs> I actually went to an event that you performed at. It was the Bondi Boost one on um the boat. How
1: yeah, oh, yeah. insane was that? Yeah. That was the um party I was saying that I didn't want to be hungover for after oh, my gym Christmas party. You performed so well. Thank like you. Like I said, I was fangirling hard. Oh, I had so much fun that day because I invited like two of my friends to play with me, Nat Sax and George, whose like, name is Bongolicious. Yeah, love that. And Bongolicious. Done. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> No, that would be my name for the DJ I'm taking DJ. Emma, delicious something. That is so great. Emma, oh. write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Notes for later. Notes for later. Thanks, honey. <laughs> but that was just so much fun because we were able to play like, you know, fun, throwback y housey stuff and yeah. being able to like introduce that live element to my show was so nice and be able to like play with your friends. Oh, that would be such so a fun. Yeah. yeah. Who was the girl on the sax? Natalie Nat Sax, is uh, her name? No. Yeah.
0: What are these names? <laughs> Stop it. Oh my iPad fell. I'm pissing
1: myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is so Wait, so sax- actually no, her okay. DJ name is Sax on Legs. Oh, it was. i yes. know her as Nat Sax, but it's Sax on Legs. Sax on Legs. I yeah. actually and remember
0: We I think and I actually laughed about this for a very long. Time that it was Saxon legs. Nice. How I'm good like, was that party? It was yeah, it was insane. It was so good. We actually left early because we had another party to go to, which I was oh, spewing what? about. But it was so. Was it just Bondi Boost? Yeah, bon- yeah So It
1: was a Christmas party.
0: Yeah, it was so yeah. nice. Um, for my listeners, we're talking about this event that we went to, and it was um, it was just from like four Bondi Boost, and they just invited. All of these like influencers and all these like performers, Hairdresses hairdressers, hairdressers. It yeah. was really insane, and it was it was so beautiful. They've decked it out so well. I hate
1: to think how much money they spent on flowers. Holy, there was crap. way too many flowers. There, there was, was, was like pink orchids everywhere. It was insane. It was yeah. It, it was really really good though. Thanks Monday Boots, we love you. Yeah,
0: thanks. Shout out, <laughs> give us a <free> shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so something that I really wanted to touch base on is how is it like? in an industry that is very like, quote unquote, male dominant.
1: Mm. It can be super tough. And I think that earlier in my career, I definitely did see and experience quite a bit of, you know, shit vibes from a lot of dudes. You got, I got judged so much. Even to this day, I still get judged. People still think I can't DJ. Like, and I'm like, I have really? a 10 year career. Yeah. Like, yeah. how do you think I've got by this whole time? Is it just because they've just kind of like, well, in think, their head, it's like, it's a man's job. Well, yeah, I think so. And I think that they think that you can't be like cute or pretty or whatever you want to be. Joe, Yo, yeah. you look so hot behind them decks. Like, so hot. <laughs> like, it makes me just want to learn how oh, to what? DJ when I see you. <laughs> and put a blue wig on. <laughs> I know. I
0: said to Irma, I go, do you reckon she's wearing a blue or pink wig? And oh, she goes, I think she's
1: blonde at the moment. I like, go, <laughs> <Yeah>. goddamn. <Yes. laughs> Lost the bet already. Should have brought one of my wigs in next time next okay time. we'll do that for the dj thing i'll wear one too yeah sounds good <laughs> um and so it's yeah it's pretty frustrating to feel like you have to prove yourself a lot um but i just invite people to come to my shows and see me mix yeah and then know, it's like mm-hmm, honey drop me. Mike. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i think that's that can be difficult and i think also you just gotta
0: own it really
1: yeah i think having confidence is really important and also um Having a good team surrounding you. I've been so lucky. Like my label's awesome. My agents are awesome. I manage myself, which is epic because it means like I'm super hands-on with my business. Um, But I think that a lot of women in particular can get taken advantage of in this industry because, you know, a lot of the agents and a lot of the managers and labels are run by big, powerful males. And so they're kind of subject to, you know – be controlled by them because it's a it's a crazy weird industry like unless you know how things go it's super foreign for so everyone true. so i do see a lot of my friends actually and a lot of my friends have been in super shitty deals whether it be agency deals or management deals or record deals so it is definitely tough but in saying that it also is changing there are mm. a lot more girls getting involved which is epic so like you said it's really important to have like a solid team around you who you genuinely trust yes 100
0: yeah yeah so we are running low for time so my last question oh, I, I know i How yeah did that happen? i know they were holding up their like two minute fingers i go oh God, do I what you mean 20 minutes <laughs> yeah i was like what do you mean <laughs> um yeah so my last question to you is something mm-hmm. that i ask all our guests that come on Yo balance co yes. and it's what does Yo balance look like to
1: you <laughs> <laughs> i love this so much I think we already touched on this earlier but it's finding that routine that makes you feel good inside and out and that is going to look totally different for me to you Um, but for me it's moving my body it's spending good time with my friends and my family and my boyfriend It's eating well most of the time, but it's also pigging out on beautiful Italian food and red rind on the weekends, you know, and I think making sure that you just have positive self-talk in your head and finding that balance where you allow yourself to, um, I suppose, feel good and move well, but also enjoy yourself and not restrict yourself. So you're just thriving in this beautiful world that includes everything that's important to you.
0: Yeah, I love yeah. that. You literally took the words straight out of my
1: mouth. <laughs> I love these. So for my C
0: classes, if they wanted to find you on your socials, what are they?
1: Yes. Um, so I've got a website. It's just djtigerlily.com.au or .com even, both of them. Yeah. Um, and you can find me on like, you know, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Spotify, Twitter, yada, yada, YouTube, all of that. Oh, my God, you have there. it all. Here we go. Look <laughs> below. <I> <laughs> all of them. Just type in DJ Tiger Lily anywhere and something yes. will come up. But Google I'm, me, doll. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram is the main account that I generally like to hang out on. Um, I don't – I have a TikTok account but I've not posted anything – too it's scared. so fun you gotta get on it you'd be so good no I wouldn't can't dance can't can act sing or something I don't nah, know I can I can hold a tune but not well so like it's like I'm not good at anything that that platform requires and I'm not good at like video transitions I tried to do that jumpy one where you know like they jump and change outfits oh my god <laughs> you miss
0: that you miss the beat or you like you jump
1: in there like the other area too like just missed left. all of it yeah, maybe th- this would be my thing bad tiktoks yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> Behind the scenes of like that, yeah. trying to tick tock, but never actually like making them good. <laughs> that is so funny. No, but thank you so much for coming on board. Thanks for having me on the show. It's been amazing. Thank you. And I, to all my sea casters, I will see you in my next episode. Bye. Mwah.